1: Betches Media presents
0: Ha ha, laugh, funny
1: Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast
0: We don't say that, but now we said it
1: With Dylan Hafer
0: Hold oh, on, check me, boo
1: And Barry Rosenfeld
0: I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer
2: And I'm Barry Rosenfeld We made it
1: We made it to Friday I am I would say I'm struggling right now, mostly because I was very excited for Ariana Grande's album release last night. I It came out at midnight, obviously. I stayed up like a kid on Christmas, very <laughs> excited for the clock to strike 12. Then the album came out, and I listened to it for like an hour, and then I was like a little too amped up to go to sleep, so I stayed up for another hour. <gasps> you know, it's just... We only get these moments every once in a while, so it's no. Worth, but the album you know, wasn't going anywhere, you know. I like the album. We, you know, we can have more conversations about this. But overall, no. I'm
2: saying like you could have gone to sleep because like oh.
1: the album was still going to be here today, you know. Well, yeah, but like I had to listen to it <laughs> then. I thought you, I thought you were like, I thought you were like the album felt directionless. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. But that is not the only exciting development we have because yesterday we also got the trailer for Real Housewives of Atlanta season 13. Which yes, beautiful premieres-
2: segue from Ariana Grande's album drop to Atlanta premiere.
1: Thank you. You know, You're I welcome. I love a segue. Um <laughs> the new season, which was filmed entirely in COVID times, they oh gosh. They started over the summer premieres December 6th they're actually still filming right now they were in New Orleans as of a couple days ago at the same time that a hurricane was coming so we'll it's gonna it looks like it's gonna be an exciting season
2: I mean Atlanta is always an exciting season but we did see yesterday also that Atlanta premieres on the same day or night that Potomac ends which is
1: wild the Bravo the, the bravo the minds at work they just are making sure that we yeah. stay fed <laughs>
2: so that episode just letting you guys know it's we're months <laughs> out but that episode should be very good just
1: might be a long one on december yeah. 7th <laughs> <laughs> um i do think it's fun that we have a new housewife drew who mm-hmm. in the trailer cynthia says she just moved there from la and it's her friend drew um She seems, we don't, obviously we don't know a ton about her yet, but she seems like she's going to be fun. She's having some little marriage drama in the trailer. I am excited for this. We all, we have Tanya and Marlo back as friends. We have another new friend, Latoya, who I believe was initially supposed to be a housewife. I don't know what happened there, but it's going to be a fun you know damn they casted more
2: friends than new housewives that's funny (laughs) but you know what's what's so great we've talked about this before like we're like no marlo is a professional friend of like yes we we love that move but i also love how we talk about these new housewives like we don't know how we feel about her yet as if like we're bringing in this person to our group of friends like we're like "Hmm, we we need to learn about
1: this person before we can trust her we're going to be, she's going to be coming into our homes for 22 <laughs> weeks, give or take, in her first season. So, you know, it's a commitment. And I hope that Bravo has chosen wisely. <laughs> I'm very, very excited to see what goes down at that already infamous party with the stripper. It looks like it's going to be wild. And I feel like I have no idea what it is, but there is clearly some some heavy drama
2: listen, I can't speak for everyone, but I have been at parties with strippers before, and it truly just doesn't disappoint, you know? There's all...
1: <laughs> the shot in the trailer where they show the the male stripper wearing a face shield, and he's licking the face shield. <laughs> oh, Okay, boy. sorry,
2: I haven't been with a stripper during pan- the pandemic. I, I should... haven't? No, I have not. No, um... I have not. Let's make that clear.
1: <laughs> okay. I feel like that's pretty common i feel like strippers for the most part have been kind of um virtual
2: only. oh i was like where are you going with this dylan what's pretty common
1: <laughs> i no. i feel like you're like most of us probably haven't had a stripper like during oh, the quarantine
2: absolutely yeah yes so okay great um <laughs> guys <laughs> we're just having a great old time on this rainy disgusting friday by the way we need to talk about Southern charm, because honestly, I feel that this show is I could be wrong, but I think it's one of the most underrated shows on Bravo. I think it is taking over the Vanderpump um, tier.
1: I don't know. I don't know if I I feel like because I think season five. So Mm -hmm. we just started season seven last night. Mm -hmm. I think season five was their best season of Southern charm. And then season or like season four and five were like really great. And then season six was kind of lame. And so we, this season have a lot of casting shakeups. Yes. Obviously there was pandemic stuff. Mm -hmm. There's black lives matter stuff. That's going to be, you know, interesting to watch this group deal with. So I feel like it has been at that level but I'm I'm not sure where where it's going to fall with this season. I I yes. It's on un, it's unclear and I feel like after the premiere we have some like promising bits and pieces but I it's hard to get a read because y- you know, it's it's early. I feel like we're the same place with OC right now. Like there have been some good moments but overall it's like very much tbd how it's going to yes. go this season.
2: I'm I'm looking at it as a uh the perspective I'm looking at it is like we have we we don't use I don't know, Southern charm is just so different. Like we have so many shows like in LA and LA based and California based yes. and Southern charm is just like a different lifestyle from that. So I think like their drama is different. Their nights out are different. Their, the way they live is different. So it's nice to watch that. And like, um, like they go to polo matches on the weekend when the people in LA go just, I don't know what they do actually. Okay, um, great.
0: Calling all my honeys. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Whether you're a bride, a wedding guest, or simply seeking everyday smoothing, Honeylove is the go-to for all things shapewear. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. For a limited time, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling Superpower Short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their Signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back and thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Move with confidence, thanks to Honey Love.
1: So, okay, so this episode, I think the biggest kind of elephant in the room that's not actually in the room is obviously Cameron. And boy. So, Cameron is not on the season of Southern Charm. She left the cast. And the main drama of the episode is still, for the most part, revolving around Cameron because. When Catherine is having lunch with Craig, she throws out that she heard that Jason, Cameron's husband, was cheating on her, was having an affair. And she says that she, he asks if she heard it from Madison. And she's like, no, I heard it from someone else. And Craig says, there's no way that's true. And why are you even bringing that up? And the whole thing you can kind of feel this undercurrent and then in the text that cam sends catherine the real question is what catherine why are you bringing this up on camera
2: this made my blood boil i could say watching first of all you love to see it we said this about oc2 you love to see that the episode is about someone who's not on the show like you need to get your own storyline first of all second of all You are never going to get the world against Cameron ever. I can say that. And I completely agree with Craig. First of all, he was taking it like to heart, actually, the whole thing, because he loves Cam. But why did you bring that up on camera? Why did you wait for Cam to not be on the show? Like that seemed like the biggest coward move I have ever seen in my life. Well, I think from Catherine.
1: It's a little unclear what the timeline was because I've seen some people saying that Cameron was on the fence about coming back for the season. And that once she kind of saw what Catherine was going to do and that that was going to be where she was going to go with that, that she basically quit the show. And that so- is
2: interesting, that timeline, because I remember Cam ended this like before they even started, you know what I mean? Like that was a long time ago. She made that announcement, but then you do wonder, did the other girls leaving have to do with that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard to know. And especially because I understand that Catherine and Cam had beef a long time ago, but in more recent seasons, they really have been fine. And I think Cameron has been pretty good to Catherine. So it's like, there's no real justification, whether it's true or not to bring it up on camera is incredibly messy. Absolutely. But speaking of something else that's on camera, we have Thomas Ravenel's face, which I was not pleased to see. I
2: mean, the second they showed... First of all, you god i can't they show Catherine being her little like dainty little self in her interviews and like that nothing's wrong and by the way sorry i am not finished with that yet when she calls cameron an asshole on camera like and then they show all. <laughs> i'm sorry i have to go back and they show all the clips of cameron cameron was nice to Catherine. she just doesn't want to be friends with katherine which is a completely normal thing to do cameron lives a, a different life she's married with a with a child and lives in a beautiful home and and you know does her own thing and for a cat I don't know. I, I, I'm just team Cam on that. I'm sorry. But anyway, yes. When I saw those footsteps coming, I was like, no, 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 no. And then they they panned the camera up and I was like, oh God, he nauseates me.
1: And she's when she says that she's staying with him currently, even though in the they master
2: have, bedroom. <laughs>
1: oh my God. They're not together, which okay. I I don't know if I trust her on yeah, that. Right? But they Have split custody 50-50, but, I mean, whatever. Her living arrangement, I'm not going to, like, shame her for not owning a home or whatever. Right. But it's, like, I don't understand why Bravo and the production company are being so casual about this when last year it was this whole big thing that he wasn't going to be on the show anymore because he was accused of sexual assault and all of this nasty stuff that it's, like, it's not just, like, oh, we didn't... He's not in the cast because it didn't make sense anymore. It's like he is not on this show because he is a terrible toxic person. And it makes me wonder like when Bravo is making these casting decisions based on, you know, people's behavior and stuff, it makes it feel like it's just kind of like a PR move where it's like, okay, we can't have him in the cast anymore. But like, wait a year and then, like, yeah, we'll have a nice little scene. And there wasn't any kind of disclaimer or like note or something because if that's Catherine's reality right now like I understand why but like they easily could have just like shown that scene and her like talk about the situation without actually having him on camera and it just felt and it was right at the beginning of the season like before the first commercial break even it's like why are we doing this no yeah
2: and I'm wondering maybe they did that because they needed Catherine on the show. Although I, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. But and maybe that was in the that was the only way. And I don't know. I mean, hopefully he's not a part in this season because. Yeah. Even though he is, we see Catherine talking about him. Obviously, we know he got this girl pregnant and they're having a baby. They had a baby. So like he's going to be a part of the show. Just
1: yeah, I mean, not I the think way it's he used of- to. It's sort of inevitable that as long as Catherine is on the show, we're right. not just going to never hear T-Rab's name again. And I'm I'm okay with that. Like, I understand. I mean, he's the father of her children. She right. She's not going to pretend he doesn't exist. But it's like, it would be pretty easy to just not show him on camera. I feel. I
2: agree. They, producers have done it before. But also, I just have to say, Kenzie and Sane are so
1: cute. Oh, they are like, adorable. Adorable. Also, speaking of adorable kids, we have Madison who joined the cast full time this season. So we finally get to see her little son who is the, I think the cutest (laughs) kid I've ever seen.
2: Hudson is very cute, but you know, what's funny about Madison being on the show? Like I I think she transitioned in very nicely. I think she fits the cast. Great. And it's funny because we've only seen her as Austin's girlfriend or whatever. And Mm -hmm. in one of her interviews, she was like, imagine if I had a girl like, a miniature me are you kidding and I wanted I was laughing so I was like Madison we don't know you that well <laughs> like <laughs> yeah I, I don't know how I would feel
1: <laughs> I agree it's like we so we don't know her super well but I think based on how she was last season and the other casting changes that happened this year I think it was smart of them to keep her on and kind of upgrade her role because she has you know she has an organic connection at this point she and Austin are together or at least on and off we'll see I don't know where that's gonna go but she seems to fit in well I think her drama with Shep is actually kind of entertaining I don't I am curious to see where that goes as well I don't know I like Madison I don't know if she's like my favorite but I'm Mm -hmm. I'm into her presence this season
2: me too and it's funny because you mentioned her drama with Shep and Shep usually I I do I really like Shep and he's that type of person where if he's disrespected or if a woman is rude to him, like he doesn't talk to them anymore. And Madison like is not afraid of him and puts him Mm -hmm. in his place and like says, whoever she feels to him. And I think he like respects that because, but there is an underlying thing with the boys and Madison. And I want to know more about that. Like they do not like her.
1: Yeah. It's very like, okay. Like, Austin, if you're with her, like, I guess she can come to the party, but they are not. She's not yeah. like Cameron was where she was just like part of the group.
2: Right. Right. Um, This party that Shep threw, which is a he didn't exactly mention it, like say this was the theme. He was just going with a dumb and dumber theme. We don't know why it was very weird. At one point, I was like, is this a Halloween party because people were dressed in like costume But they they filmed this in like February. Yeah, but I was like and then I realized they were doing it with just dumb and dumber like accessories like a bow tie. I don't know. It was very like confusing, but like The whole
1: party felt uncomfortable to me. It was like they were in this weird upstairs room room with no (laughs) windows. Everyone was just like milling around. There was – Patricia complained that there was no food. Like it felt like a weirdly like – Get together. Like a weird get together. Yeah. Like I'm just going to like rent a room and there's a bar and we're just going to like stand around. And it was – to me it was a party that was very much like for filming – and so, because mm. you know, it's like John Pringle walked in, and it was like, "This is John is ja- John Pringle." John Pringle's here, and it's like. Who is this dude? Why is everyone talking about him? Like-
2: but every time someone walked in, they would be like, hey. And it was like it almost felt like a, a Shep coming home party. Like he hasn't seen these people in so long. And they were like <laughs> they were like, invite everyone, you know, because he said everyone's coming. But we did meet John Pringle. And I can't tell if John Pringle is going to cause some drama or if we're going to like really like John Pringle.
1: interesting thing to me is that everyone is acting like he is very hot and I don't see it do Um, not either (laughs) I was like "Mm." Catherine is into John Pringle Patricia wants Madison to get with John Pringle you know it's like uh, uh, okay I mean he's not like a bad looking guy but I'm like okay he's like a 30 something year old man with two kids like he's not like I totally agree, Dylan.
2: I was like, I'm not like that attracted to him. Of course. uh, Right. He's not not attractive. He's like tall and handsome. Which by the way, are the boys in Southern Charmed, are they is there like something in the water that they drink to grow? What the hell? They're all like <laughs> over six five. I'm like, geez. But yeah, John six Pringle five. is like oh my God. This, well, like I don't him, Shep, and Austin are all like the more they just all are like tall and tall and tall, but like I'm into that. So whatever. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. But like, yeah. I, I don't know if they're just into him because he's, like, the new guy, you know, at school or at work, anywhere you are. If a new guy or a girl comes in, everyone, like, water their yeah. mouth waters over them.
1: So. I don't know. I am I feel like I have no read on John Pringle right now, but I am <laughs> really into Leva, who we also formally meet this week, even though she has appeared on the show before. I realized um,
2: that when I watched. I was like, wait a minute. That's Cam's Yeah, friend.
1: yeah, yeah. So... That was an interesting meeting because after Craig met with Catherine and she spilled the rumors about Cam, Craig basically immediately goes to see Leva and is like, "Uh, we need to talk. Catherine said this. I respect Craig so much because he is being, you know, he is friends with Catherine, but he clearly is not, you know, he's being a good friend to Cam and Leva is close with Cam still, obviously. So that quickly word quickly gets back to cam. I will be curious to see more like of Leva's kind of like overall vibe, but I was into this initial kind of appearance.
2: Me too. I really wanted to see her more. Like it was weird when Craig went to go see her. I realized she was at like her job or whatever she was doing I thought she was setting up for Shep's party and then when we (laughs) went to Shep's party I was like wait she's not here it was very I didn't like that I was like I wanted her to be more part of it I thought
1: that too I was like cute patio and then (laughs) obviously that was not where the party was
2: (laughs) I yes I was like okay weird because the first one actually was more of a Shep vibe but yeah I you can tell she gets heated because like any of us if that rumor was spread about our good friend like you would you know Do whatever Mm -hmm. you want needed to do to end that. So I'm excited to see her and Catherine possibly go head to head. And don't forget, because I remember last year in in when she was on the show, she's 40. Not that age matters, but Leva's older than these than these girls. So I remember it was Cam's birthday and Cam was turning 35 and she's like, I'm 40. But. Cause I watched that episode yesterday, obviously. Um, but yeah, she's older than, than the rest of these girls. And honestly that says something like she's clearly more mature and yeah, knows what yeah. she's talking about.
1: Well, and at this point it's like Shep is 40. Craig is like 37 or something. Austin's not that young. It's not like, it's not like everyone in the cast is 25. Mm-hmm. Like it's we can we can grow a little bit and we see in the previews for the season that she seems to be kind of like leading the charge when it comes to the like social justice stuff that's hopefully going to happen um so i think it's good to have someone that's like a little more mature in this cast because god knows like Catherine's not really bringing that energy tbd on madison but
2: (laughs) yeah um speaking of just Austin and his age and maturity. If I have to see that threesome video and I know like they don't either, but if I have to see him like moving his dick one more time in that threesome video, I really want Bravo to like stop showing that just for like all of our Madison, literally, it's I'm like, oh, and even Pat- Patricia and Madison were doing like a live last night, like on Bravo, and and Patricia was even like, "Oh my god, again!" Like we have to see this. She was like, "How many more times?" <laughs> and then at that point, I was like, "Okay, but how do you think Madison feels?" Like, right, that.
1: Oh my god, <sighs> I you know, I I hope they move past this cam stuff quickly, just because. We've seen, you know, we've been seeing on OC, we've seen on other shows in the past. The way to make compelling drama is not to focus on somebody who is not on the show anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I think there are, there are a lot of pieces here that could potentially lead to a good season. So, you know, we'll see. Obviously, just getting started.
2: Um, Yeah, but we did forget to mention how the... um episode opened which was a little <laughs> a little like I was like what's happening here but Craig is staying with Austin I, it was a little more dramatic than they than it they made it more dramatic than it was yeah. Craig just had like a, a pipe burst in his house so he's staying with Austin but like at first I was like what is happening here plot twist are they dating oh my
1: god <laughs> that's like don't don't even tease me with that you know that's like low-key my fantasy <laughs> like wait Craig and Austin they're, I mean, yeah, like they would just be like a cute couple.
2: <gasps> Total, like totally. But I did not know that, Dylan. But I'm I mean, kind of I don't on like, board. Oh my gosh, should I we don't manifest like, think it? About
1: it? I don't like think about it all the time. It's just like, it would be fun.
2: <laughs> and also a shout out to Craig and his p- pillow business is thriving, apparently.
1: You know, I will always be a little bit salty because I was supposed to get a free pillow when I met him at BravoCon, and then he was drunk and forgot, so, you know.
2: Wait, were you dying when he was at Shep's party, and they were like, oh, your jacket's open, and he was like, it's missing a button. I couldn't find I could... my sewing machine. You know, Craig,
1: he will ne- He will always be that Craig that we know and love, I know, and I, I hope he never changes. Barry, who is your number one Bravo up in the group from this um From the Southern Charm premiere.
2: Honestly, we didn't talk about her much, but uh, it's going to Patricia. I was glad to see her and Michael back in action again. Um, She just when she comes out to greet like Shep went to her house, she just floats like a goddamn butterfly into the room in her long ass robes. And I would love (sighs) to be in her presence one day.
1: Yeah, no, I, it's always nice to see Patricia. We also see Whitney at the party briefly, which is a fun little tip. Oh, tidbit. one note
2: about Whitney. Yes, as I meant to say, season one, Whitney. I don't know oh if God. you guys have caught up. Season one, Whitney reminds me of season one, Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Ooh.
2: Like they're but yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but you, if you guys watch, you'll know what I'm saying. But anyway, Dylan, who is yours? <laughs>
1: Um, I'm going to go with Madison, I think, because I am excited to see what she brings now that she is, um, in the cast kind of on her own merits. Um, and I liked seeing her son and she's also so gorgeous. Like when she was trying on that black dress.
2: I was disappointed when she showed up to the party and wasn't wearing the hat. I was like, Madison,
1: the hat with the black dress was weirdly like a really fun look. She is very fierce.
2: Like she's a very fierce look and I don't know, she's she's like hot. She's really Yeah, hot. like
1: she's like a she's like a hot bitch, which is my yeah. preferred vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening you can check out our bravo merch collection at (laughs) shopbetches.com rate review subscribe to the podcast follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and we will be back on monday betches